Hi, this is Jessica Valenti, and you're listening to Abortion Every Day. Uh, Abortion Every Day isn't a podcast, but informal audio updates and commentary to make sure we're talking and thinking and taking action on abortion. Today is July 8th, 2022. So today I wanted to talk about something that I've been noticing about the mainstream media coverage of Roe being overturned and sort of the way we're talking about how people's lives will be impacted and hurt by abortion being illegal. It feels to me like most of the stories that are coming out are really focusing on how abortion bans are going to um, impact life-threatening pregnancies, um, pregnancies where there are severe fetal abnormalities, or pregnancies that were a result of rape or or incest. Um, Basically, what we all think of as sort of like the most cruel and dangerous after effects of abortion being illegal, Um, which I understand obviously, because those stories are incredibly important and horrifying and true. Uh, But these things are happening. They are going to continue to happen. And we know that people will die and be forced to carry dying fetuses and be forced to have their rapist babies. Um, And it's all completely horrific. Um, it's, It's horrible, obviously. But the vast majority of people who are being denied care as a result of Roe and who will be denied care as a result of Roe being overturned are really those who just don't want to be pregnant. And that's as valid and important as every other story, as every other experience, um, and, and as every other right being taken away. And the concern that I have here is that by focusing so heavily on what we think of as the most tragic cases, right? And they are tragic cases. We're doing two things. One, consciously or unconsciously, we're creating a hierarchy of abortion, right? Like a narrative where some people are truly deserving of abortion and some people are less deserving. You know, like the idea that if you're raped or if you have a health condition, you have more of a right to abortion than someone who just doesn't want a baby. And the other thing I worry about, too, is that by focusing on those stories, those tragic and the most extreme stories, we're not really delving into the heart of what abortion bans really aim to do, which is to force women into pregnancy and parenthood, which consequently forces them into traditional gender roles and out of public life. We know um, from the Turnaway study, which was this massive undertaking in research on what happens when women are denied abortions, um, and I'll link to it. Uh, So we know from the Turnaway study that when women are forced to have children they don't want, they're more likely to live in poverty and they're more likely to stay in violent relationships. We already know that the U.S. is a terrible place to be a mother, Right. Like one of the worst, basically no support for parents at all, no paid maternity leave, no accessible, affordable child care. Um, and there's just an incredible amount of, of work discrimination uh, directed at mothers as well. And none of that is a coincidence. <laughs> none of that is a coincidence. This is about controlling women, keeping them in the domestic sphere and making it as difficult as possible for them to thrive. So the ability to decide if and when we want to have children, yes, it is a bodily autonomy issue. It is a health issue, obviously. But most of all, it's an issue of freedom. 
we are not free citizens if we can't control our bodies and if we can't fully participate in public life. And so the abortions that that women get that aren't tragic stories or extreme examples, but are are the majority of abortions, which are just family and life planning, those abortions are just as important to women's lives and freedom as the examples that we're seeing sort of portrayed more often in the news. And one of the reasons I'm really worried is that the mainstream um, repro rights movement already made this mistake. They made the mistake of telling the most heart-wrenching stories as sort of the core of their messaging. And what that really did and what all this does is allow Republicans to say, those cases are rare and those women will be fine, even if that's not true, right? They're like, oh, those cases are so rare. And again, it creates this idea of good and bad abortions and ignores the foundation of why abortion needs to be legal, which is freedom. We can't afford to split ourselves into people who really need abortions and those who just want abortions, right? Every single abortion is a necessary abortion. So let's just make sure that when we're talking and and writing about abortion, we're talking about those everyday stories as much as we are the really the really heart-wrenching and, and tragic ones. Thank you uh, for listening. This is this has been I'm a few episodes in. I don't even want to call them episodes. Um, we're a few audio posts in and I really appreciate all the feedback and, and all the support. Um, and I'm, I'm really grateful for you, for you all. So thank you so much for, for listening to abortion every day. And I hope you have a great weekend and that you talk to someone about abortion. Thank you.